0: Quote from St. Benedict of Nursia He who labors as he prays lifts his heart to God with his hands. Meditation of the Day, an excerpt from The Better Part by Father John Bartunic, page 350. The story of Christ's life and ministry cannot be told without giving due space to Satan's activity. The Gospel writers carefully distinguish between cases of mere physical ailments and cases of a demonic character, both of which Jesus cures. Jesus frequently refers to the devil in his parables and other teachings, and the devil himself tempts Jesus in the desert and returns again later to engineer Judas's betrayal. John chapter 13 verse 2 This Gospel motif teaches us an undeniable, if uncomfortable, lesson. The devil is real, and he is interested in counteracting the work of grace. In one sense, accepting this fundamental truth and keeping it always in the back of our minds can comfort us tremendously. It helps us make sense of all the unpleasant influences at work in and around us. We are not crazy. We are not failures. We are simply engaged in a spiritual battle. If we believe in Jesus Christ, we must also believe in the devil. Doomed as he is, he would love to take as many souls as he can along with him. Scripture verse of the day. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. Saint of the day. The saint of the day for November 17th is Saint Elizabeth of Hungary. Saint Elizabeth of Hungary lived between 1207 and 1231. She was born in Hungary, the daughter of King Andrew II of Hungary and his wife Gertrude. As a child she was sent to Thuringa. She was sent to Thuringia, now Germany, to be brought up with Prince Ludwig of Thuringia, whom she was to marry at the age of fourteen, in order to solidify a political alliance between the two nations. Their marriage was a very happy one, and they had three children together. Although Elizabeth was a princess surrounded by a magnificent court, she lived a humble life serving the sick and poor outside her castle walls. No amount of disapproval from those who considered this behavior beneath her royal status could dissuade her from her faithfulness to this task. One day, on her way to feed the poor, her husband stopped her and asked to see what she concealed beneath her mantle. The food she carried was miraculously replaced by roses, signifying God's approval of her charity. When her husband, after six years of marriage, tragically died on his way to join the crusade in Jerusalem, Elizabeth was grief-stricken. She vowed to never remarry and eventually left her life of nobility to join the secular Franciscans as a penitent. She continued her charitable works to an even greater degree and helped Thuringia recover from a famine by giving them a huge gift of grain. It was this act, along with her habit of distributing bread to the poor, that made her the patron saint of bakers. She is also the patron of hospitals, the homeless, widows, charities, and nursing homes. And today, November 17th, is the feast day of Saint Elizabeth of Hungary. Devotion of the Month November is the month of the Holy Souls. The Catholic Church dedicates the entire month of November to praying in a special way for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. The Holy Souls, also called the Faithful Departed, are members of the Church who await the purification of their souls before joining the Saints in Heaven for all eternity. Specifically, they are referred to as the Church Suffering, the Saints in Heaven are the Church Triumphant, and the Faithful on Earth are the Church Militant. The poor souls in purgatory cannot pray for themselves or do anything to hasten their entrance into heaven, but we can and ought to pray for them as an act of charity. Readings for Holy Mass for Tuesday of the 33rd week in ordinary time. A reading from the Book of Revelation, Chapter 3, Verses 1 through 6 and 14 through 22. I, John, heard the Lord saying to me, to the angel of the church in Sardis write this The one who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars says this I know your works that you have the reputation of being alive but you are dead Be watchful and strengthen what is left which is going to die for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God Remember then how you accepted and heard Keep it and repent If you are not watchful I will come like a thief, and you will never know at what hour I will come upon you. However, you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their garments. They will walk with me dressed in white, because they are worthy. The victor will thus be dressed in white, and I will never erase his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name in the presence of my Father and of his angels. Whoever has ears ought to hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, write this. The Amen, the faithful and true witness, the source of God's creation, says this. I know your works. I know that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either cold or hot. So, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich and affluent and have no need of anything and yet do not realize that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I advise you to buy from me gold refined by fire, so that you may be rich, and white garments to put on, so that your shameful nakedness may not be exposed, and by ointment to smear on your eyes, so that you may see. Those whom I love, I reprove and chastise. Be earnest, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, then I will enter his house and dine with him, and he with me. I will give the victor the right to sit with me on my throne, as I myself first won the victory and sit with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears ought to hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The Word of the Lord Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 15 I will seat the victor beside me on my throne. He who walks blamelessly and does justice, who thinks the truth in his heart and slanders not with his tongue, I will seat the victor beside me on my throne, who harms not his fellow man nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, by whom the reprobate is despised, while he honors those who fear the Lord. I will seat the victor beside me on my throne who lends not his money at usury, and accepts no bribe against the innocent, he who does these things shall never be disturbed. I will seat the victor beside me on my throne. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke, chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. At that time Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy, When they saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor, and if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man, too, is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord Prayer of Spiritual Communion In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Prayer for the United States of America, composed by His Excellency, Archbishop Carlo Maria Viganò. Almighty and eternal God, King of kings and Lord of lords, graciously turn your gaze to us who invoke you with confidence. Bless us, citizens of the United States of America. Grant peace and prosperity to our nation. Illuminate those who govern us so that they may commit themselves to the common good in respect for your holy law. Protect those who, defending the inviolable principles of the natural law and your commandments, must face the repeated assaults of the enemy of the human race. Keep in the hearts of your children courage for the truth, love for virtue, and perseverance in the midst of trials. Make our families grow in the example that our Lord has given us, together with his most holy mother and St. Joseph in the home of Nazareth. Give to our fathers and mothers the gift of strength to educate wisely the children with which you have blessed them. Give courage to those who, in spiritual combat, fight the good fight as soldiers of Christ against the furious forces of the children of darkness. Keep each one of us, O Lord, in your most sacred heart, and above all, he whom your providence has placed at the head of our nation. Bless the President of the United States of America, so that, aware of his responsibility and his duties, he may be a knight of justice, a defender of the oppressed, a firm bulwark against your enemies, and a proud supporter of the children of light. Place the United States of America and the whole world under the mantle of the Queen of Victories, our unconquered leader in battle, the Immaculate Conception. It is thanks to her and through your mercy that the hymn of praise rises to you, O Lord, from the children whom you have redeemed in the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Guardian Angel Prayer O angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen.